Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for everything that you continue to do in our lives, Lord. And we just thank you for that there's always a, something new to learn you, Lord. And that there's something that we can continue to be growing in or on, Lord. And that it's not just the same thing over and over, Lord. And we just thank you for the unique characteristics and traits that you give each and every one of us, Lord. And that you continue to guide us and show us in the way that we understand, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. We continue our study on the Lord's house. And um, today we are going to re-read Psalm 48 and base our discussion there. Um, but first, Dean, you, you had a, brought up a great point. And would you mind bringing that up now? Well, I was just mentioning is um, <clears throat> in the last episode you had shared, both of you had shared that, you know, the Lord had revealed some things to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that the, from my perspective, where I am and my level of maturity and my growth and my relationship with Christ, I don't um, consider myself that I hear from the Lord in the same way that you do always. I know there are many ways that I hear from the Lord, but not always the same way that you do. And it, and it would be easy for me um, to believe that um, you guys are more special or you have some different revelation or whatever that may be. And, um, of course, because I have a relationship with you outside the podcast, I know that's not true. And you encourage me in my unique relationship with God as hopefully I encourage you. And I'm blessed because there are times when I hear the Lord through you and... um, so I just I wanted to make sure that none of the listeners were um, someone of thinking that um, maybe they're not okay with where they are in the relationship. In fact, I even see this as the series you're in may help them understand that even better. So I just didn't mm-hmm. know if you want to speak to that, or um, but make sure that we're encouraging others that where you are is okay and where you're heading is okay as long as you keep heading there. Absolutely. We've, we've not arrived. And, and as it pertains to, I'll, I'll say as, since you brought up, you know, Kamisha and myself, we're just servants of the Lord. And we are just willing to allow the Lord to speak to us however he chooses to do that and reveal whatever he chooses to reveal to us. So we can take it and and run with it. We can apply it to our lives. And we didn't start off uh, where we're at right now, right? Um, and we see that throughout Scripture. Not everybody starts at the same place, even with Moses and Miriam and Aaron. Right there were there were differences on how the Lord chose to spoke with each to speak with each one, right? Just as an example, and and even the amount that the Lord had revealed to each one, right? He still made a place for each of them. So, I'll say it in this way: it's okay, it's okay to be wherever you're you're at, right? That's as a starting point, right? 
I would encourage people not to compare themselves with each other and, and or us or anyone else. The only person that we should be, I'll say, comparing ourselves with is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And as we, we brought up in the last podcast, he had the fullness of the Holy Spirit. He had the Holy Spirit given without measure. And the why was because he chose to clearly, accurately, or, or I'll say it in this way, to be willing to hear whatever the Father said and do whatever the Father told him to do. Right? I mean, Moses says the same thing to, to Joshua when Joshua was jealous of the Holy Spirit being put on these 70 elders. And he says, why are you jealous? Moses says to Joshua, why are you jealous for my sake? I wish they all would prophesy. Right? I wish they all would prophesy. I wish they all would would come to that place. Right? And he says that in in Joel and in other places. Right? Your your sons and your daughters will will prophesy. They'll have dreams. They'll have visions. Right? The Lord can commune. Let's all say it in this way. Be okay with however the Lord chooses to communicate with you in any number of ways. I mean, if he can speak to the to a prophet through a donkey, and it wasn't for a good reason. I mean, the good it was a good reason in the fact that it was to save his life, right? But I'll say it in this way: the Lord can and should be able to communicate with us any way He chooses, and we should still be able to clearly and accurately hear the message. Is it meant He meant it for us? So don't be discouraged that well. He doesn't speak to, to me in the same way he speaks to you or right, however that is. Or he's, he's the Lord. He can choose to communicate however he wants and reveal as much or as little as he wants. But then what's our role and our part? To continue to seek him and seek his face. Right? So he can teach us his ways and his thoughts and, and reveal to us the secret and deeper things about himself and his word in our lives we have to be okay or willing to go through the process with him does, it, does that make sense is there anything you want to add to that honey um well, i just wanted to mention that you know was as far as you know we were you you talked about jesus and how he had the spirit without measure mm-hmm. but that's because that he didn't seek to do his own will Amen. he sought to do the will of the father and um, that that's important for us mm-hmm. in our relationship with him. But also, you know, allowing our, our hearts to be tender before God and appreciating mm-hmm. where you are now. You know, the word says, don't despise small beginnings. And if you just get one word from the Lord and that's all you hear at a time, Appreciate, thank God for that one word, Amen. and then do whatever it is that He tells you to do. As you open your heart and you position yourself to do the will of the Father, not your own. Oftentimes, I were, when I was you know younger in my relationship <laughs> with the Lord, I would go, "This is what I want to talk about, Jesus." So anything <laughs> He said to me, I was trying to point it to what I wanted to talk about. So then it made me feel like I couldn't hear Him, and then it made me feel like. I'm always getting it wrong and all these other things. And it limited my um, capacity to understand that 
he was speaking what was on his heart. And it was my positioning that I should have taken my job to to take the perspective that Jesus had. I'm not here to do my own will. I'm here Mm -hmm. to do your will. And I tell you, when I started walking in that, I could hear more than just go. Right. Eat. Apple. You know, (laughs) like one word at a time. And um, it also liberated me. But the Lord, I remember him telling me specifically, appreciate what I'm doing in you because I would read the, the Bible and go, well, Lord, you, it looks like you're having this big old long conversation <laughs> with these people. And I don't look like that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have that experience in my life. And he would, he would get quiet and then also go, really? <laughs> is that really the case? Or is it just, you don't want to hear what I have to say? Mm-hmm. Or you don't like what I'm telling you right now and you have a, you're having a different conversation than I am and that gets in the way. God is good to all. He is no respecter of persons. And he says specifically that whoever honors him, he will honor. Amen. And as you keep your heart open to the Lord, you know, there's no, there's no condemnation to the, the people that are in Christ Jesus and that are walking and pursuing him and living their life after him and doing what he asked them to do. But if there's a sense of guilt, um, carnal and fleshly comparison, um, ungodly dis- disdain for where you are, then put that out. Cast that out in the name of Jesus. And, and come back over and change and put your mindset on the fact that God loves you uniquely. If Jesus had to come into the earth and be brutalized, disrespected, betrayed, and die just for you, he would do it. He would not. He would not spare one one lash. He would not keep one more strand of his beard from being torn out. He wouldn't go. Nope. Take five of those crowns out of that thorn. Um, I mean, five <laughs> thorns out of that crown that they're going to smash into my skull. He would take every bit of that, every bit of punishment that he took on the cross. He would do it if it were only you that he were coming to save. And let that be your perspective, and the love of God as you are confident in his love for you, confident in his value of you singularly, you by yourself. And yes, he loves us collectively, but you are the apple of his eye. Once you realize that and you open up your heart and you go, okay, God, I thank you for what we have together and what we're doing. And then trust him to mature you and grow you and develop you to the place that he's satisfied with the dynamic of your relationship. And he's always faithful um, first Corinthians chapter 13 tells us, uh, I'm sorry, chapter 14 tells us to pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. So when we desire to have a closer walk with him, when we desire the Lord to, um, work through us in a particular way, God is faithful. He'll honor that, you know, and he will, he will minister you to you according to what he has planned and in mind and what he needs to be done. And he will take that opportunity to use you, but pursue love. Because that is the most excellent. That is the more excellent way. The, the spiritual gifts and looking powerful and all of those things is irrelevant because those things will pass away. What is going to endure is faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. So as you love God and receive his love for you, trust him that he will open up and develop and, and mature and manifest him, himself and reveal himself to you in ways that you didn't even know was possible. Amen. Amen. And and with that, right, I brought up Joshua and Moses earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
It says that Joshua never left the tent of meeting, mm -hmm. which tells us that he purposed to know God fully. Mm. But then for you himself. all for himself exactly, and you also see that when it came time to carry on Moses' ministry, you see, or we read about the conversations that he had with the Lord. And he sought him on a number of different things, both good and bad, right? Why did we suffer defeat? And the Lord didn't always reveal the answer. He, he, I mean, he did, but he didn't always say exactly where. There were things that he had to search out for himself, right? But you still see that communication with the Lord, He's the exchange, the back and forth. He's always guiding. Always, mm -hmm. right? So you see that, that progression there, even in his own life. And then, yes, you, you see a difference in people like King David, right? Even long before he was king, he was always seeking the Lord on a number of different things, mm -hmm. right? But you yeah, see it especially yeah. when he was on the run before he was king and during his kingship that he sought the Lord. What are the plans? What should we do? How should we do it? I'm thinking this, Lord, what do you, but what do you think? He brought his, even his plans before the Lord. He didn't just act out of his flesh, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So he always sought the Lord's input and then listened to do it. Well, I say always, but um, he's human. Not that that's an excuse, right? But it is what we should be doing. So um, thank you for bringing that up, brother. Uh, I want to, well, I think it was a great thing to address just and encourage the people. Just be happy where, where you're at in your relationship right now. And how the Lord is talking, be thankful, not happy. Be thankful and how the Lord is communicating with you. And yes, desire to go deeper mm -hmm. and ask the Lord. And obey what he's telling That's you That's it. And when he, if you just hear one word from God, don't take off running. Go, okay, I hear you. Yes, Lord, I hear you. You know, when, when God called out to Samuel, mm -hmm. he started by calling his name. And it was to Samuel to go, here I am, Lord. Speak, Lord, for your exactly. servant hears, for anybody that he called. He started out by calling their name. Exactly. And it was to them to go, yes, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Your servant, speak, Lord, your servant hears. And to come to attention when he calls upon you. And then ask him for more instruction or wait and hear mm. more instruction from him. Amen. I know in my, my, my youth in the Lord, I went, God would say one thing and I'd take off running. And, you know, I was make the example that I, I drive off in the car and snatch his shirt off because I caught it in the door and he's standing on the curb and I drove off without him. <laughs> but that was my fault. That wasn't that God wasn't talking. That was just, I was eager and <laughs> undisciplined <laughs> and I thought God was talking about what I wanted him to say. So of course I was ready mm -hmm. to run away, but you know, uh, go ahead, Dean. Do you have well, you say it's interesting you brought up Samuel because Samuel had to learn. Right? Exactly. He, he missed he it the first few times, right? He yes. runs to Eli. And, of course, we know Eli wasn't perfect at all, mm -hmm. right? No. You know? And he's like, and, and Eli didn't even get it, right? At took, first, took a few right. times for that to happen. Go, oh, it's it's, it's okay. We have, yeah. to, we have to learn these things. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, I, I, I'm sure there are some people who can immerse themselves in the Word and learn, and the Holy Spirit will do that. But typically we learn best in community. And, and John, mm -hmm. in the last... Um, episode you talked about patterns and the patterns that are happening and the patterns mm -hmm. the temple was built and how we'll be discussing those patterns and i think that's just a reminder just a you know but we're all growing Amen. we're all learning 
and just enjoy that journey. Like We've, what you said, just be appreciative for what it is and obedient that's for right. what it is. That's right. And um, and we'll start seeing more and more as we continue in the series. Amen. Amen. Yes, we've not arrived. So, but let's begin that journey. Amen. Oh, we've begun the journey, but let's continue in this journey mm-hmm. on learning about the Lord's house. All right, so we can all grow and learn about our Lord together. Amen? Amen. All right, so who would like to read or volunteer to read Psalm 48? I will. All right, I promise. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in his holy mountain, beautiful in elevation. The, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. God is in her palaces. He is known as her refuge. For behold, the kings are assembled. They passed by together. They saw and they marveled. They were troubled. They hastened, hastened away. Fear took hold of them there as the pain and pain as will woman in birth pangs. As when you break the ships of Tarshish with an eastern wind. As we have heard, so we have seen in the city of the Lord of hosts. In the city of our God, God will establish it forever. We have thought, O God, on your loving kindness. In the midst of your temple, according to your love, O God. So is your praise to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of your judgments. Walk about Zion and go all around her. Count her towers. Mark well her bulwarks. Consider her palaces that she may tell it on the genera- tell it to the generation following. For this is God, our God forever and ever. He will guide. He will be our guide, even to death. Mm-hmm. Amen. So as in our previous podcast, we had briefly discussed the, the point and purpose of this was to show us where we were headed. Right? Yes. And in that, um, this whole psalm is about... <clears throat> the glory of the Lord. Right? Yes. Is the glory of the Lord. And your your Bible may even say something something to the effect of the glory of God in Zion, right? But you see the glory in it. And it's a glory that draws people to itself. Yes? Yes. But now can we get a volunteer to read Return to Revelation 21 and read verses 22 through 27. And while you're turning there, uh, I'll just say that in it, in this section of scripture, we are being told what the Apostle John saw as he was caught up to heaven. And he begins to discuss the New Jerusalem. Or he's been discussing the New Jerusalem. But he says some very interesting parts here, which pertain to Psalm 48. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? Uh, Revelation 21? Yes, verses 22 through 27. 
I'll read. But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the king of the earth bring their I'm sorry, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day, there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Mm-hmm. So in Psalm 48, right? And we discussed this briefly in the previous episode. How it, it tells us to walk about Zion, go all around her counter towers, mark well the bulwarks, consider her palaces, so that we may tell it to the the following generation, right? Mm-hmm. And then it says very specifically in verse 14, for this is God, our God forever and ever. Right? Okay. So even here in Psalm, or in the book of Psalms, it should be very clear that it's not just talking about a building, a physical building. Yeah. Right? And we see that so we, why we just read in Revelation 21, right? <laughs> and with the section we just read, it began, but I saw no temple in it. Amen. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's important, it's significant, which when we look at that, and even how people like David patterned his life, Right? What do you say? The Lord is a strong tower. Mm -hmm. The Lord is a refuge. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about the physical buildings. It was about who God is and was and is to David. Mm -hmm. And we should be to us. He's the tower. He's the temple. He is all those things. Right? Didn't we just read that? Yes. So it's important for us to make that or to understand that. The temples and the buildings are they're great. But it is there's so much more. And ultimately what we're learning and what the Lord is revealing here is that He's talking about Himself. We need to get to know the Lord. Not just on the surface things, right? Yes. Yes. Um Isaiah forty eight two. We could turn there quickly. Excuse me, Dad. Did you say Isaiah 48? Yes, two? Isaiah 48, verse 2, right? The Lord is. So, in this, Isaiah is talking about Israel, right? And Israel being refined for the Lord's glory. And he says this, Hear this, O house of Jacob, who are called by the name of Israel, and have come forth from the wellspring of Judah, who swear by the name of the Lord, and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth and righteousness. 
for they call themselves after the holy city and lean on the God of Israel. The Lord of hosts is his name. It wasn't about a temple. But he also makes it just like we read in Revelations just now, right? <clears throat> the book of Revelation. It's so much more. It's not about saying we rely on the Lord, but it's about him actually being our temple, actually being the strong tower, knowing his thoughts and his ways, and having that as our being in our life. Him actually being, us actually being willing to let him be who he is in us. Mm -hmm. uh, Yes, go ahead. Honey. Oh, I was going to say that it reminded me um, in the Gospels where Jesus, he, he's praying for the disciples and he starts, if, you, if you're looking at what he says with a, a natural mind, it can seem confusing. But in chapter, John chapter 17, uh, verse 20, it says, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe mm -hmm. in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And the glory which you gave me I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also, that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory with you, um, which you have given me, for you love me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me, and I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love with, with which you love me may be in them, and I in them. So all this, I'm in them, and them in me, and we are one, <laughs> and <laughs> it can seem like God is, like Jesus is talking in circles, but when you look at the comparison that we are the temple of the, the Most High God. Mm -hmm. And then He is our temple. That's that oneness, that connection, that communion. Amen. That we are not disjointed, but in fact we are strengthened. We are made whole and put into a righteous alignment with the Lord so that as He breathes, we breathe. As He moves, we move. Because it is in Him that we live and move and have our, re have our being. <coughs> so Amen. just understanding what God is talking about, if you can take your... Take your hands and spread your fingers apart and then clasp your hands together and then take one hand and move it. And the other hand goes with it and bring it back. He wants us to be that, that absorbed in him, mm -hmm. that contained in him and him to be that contained in us that our mind, our will and our emotions think on him and desire to do what pleases him. And that's what our focus is. It doesn't mean that we, you know, detach ourselves from the, the things that we need to take care of in the earth, but it means we have a, a higher focus um, mm -hmm. that we're thinking on. And we allow God, as you said, my love to let Jesus be who he is in our life. We let God be our God, literally. And Amen. we find everything we need in him. Jesus is our answer. Um, and it also reminded me of Abraham in Hebrews chapter 11 and Hebrews chapter 11, um, verses eight through 10. Let me turn there real quick. Uh, 
It says, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out of the place which he would receive as an inheritance. I'm sorry, to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, mm-hmm. dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city, which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. So he was, he had a perspective of what God was saying to him in the natural, but his focus and perspective was on the city. Amen. Um, and that communion and oneness with the father and being made whole and restored to that. Which further confirms the Lord's word elsewhere, right? Where he says, unless the Lord builds the city, those that labor, labor in vain. Yes, unless the Lord builds the house. Amen. Or yes, builds the house. Thank you. It matters. But we have to have the right focus and and right heart in that. Amen? Amen. 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 And and I love how, also, I love how you brought up the, the connected part. Um, Dean, you and I, brother, have this, uh, well, have this brother in Christ who has since gone home to be with the Lord, and um, he, uh, you know, had his, his, well, he played baseball, and he had his pitching arm amputated, but he would, he would always say that he still had these, these pains. He could still feel his hand, but he, al- he always said it, you know, to bring up this point. He said, we as the body of Christ need to be so connected with Christ that even though we can't see something, in this case it was his hand, he said that we still feel and move as we're led to move because of Christ. We're so connected with Christ that even though we can't see it, we still have that, that inkling in those, uh, I'll say, because of that, the desire to, to do what he's leading us to do, but just so connected so connected, right? Which reminded me of other scripture, like, you know, um, we believe in him even though we don't see him and and all the things that, well, especially what Jesus said to Thomas, right? Like, you believe because you see, but blessed are those that, that don't see but still believe. So, exactly how we need to be with our Lord. But let's pause there for today and we'll resume this the set of scripture next time. All right. Okay. Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for being who you are, Lord, and for giving us the ability to build your house, Lord, and to be your vessels of honor, God, and your ambassadors that go out into the world in your name, Lord. And we just thank you for the unique gifts and personalities that you've equipped each and every one of us with lord to bring forth your glory in the earth god to declare that you are god and god alone and lord we just thank you for our listeners and our partners god and the blessings that you're giving them lord that you're increasing their herds and their flocks lord and that you're bringing them the goodness lord and that they can see that you care for them lord so we just thank you for that today in jesus name amen jesus name amen amen We love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. 
Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.